Week 22 is the Eighth Commandment. I believe it's the shortest one, just in terms of the, uh, the words. Exodus 20, 15, you shall not steal. But remember, the commandments have a spiritual meaning, a deeper meaning. It's broader than just the one external act of stealing, right? That's what we learned from Sermon on the Mount, how to interpret and understand the law and God's commandments. And we've been dealing with every commandment the same way. What does the Eighth Commandment require of us? It requires us to be kind and generous with all that God has given us. It requires us to be faithful, fair, and just in all of our dealings and transactions. Right, so the deeper spiritual meaning is represented in this one act of stealing. You shall not steal. But the, the broader and the much deeper spiritual issue, it really has to deal with how we deal with things, material things, and how I deal and, and treat with your things, right? I can't take your things as if they're my things. But even so, we, we need to be faithful in all of our dealings. That means if you say you're going to pay this much for something, you pay this much for something, right? To be faithful, to be fair and just, not to uh, try to cheat people or always twist things to be to our benefit but harmful to others. We want to be faithful, fair, and just in all of our dealings. And we want to be kind, we want to be kind and generous with what God has given us because that's the, that's the key issue. It's not just that I own things and you own things, but that God owns all things. And he gives us those things to be stewards of them. And we're to be stewards of those things um, in a way that reflects God's character, which is to be kind and to be generous. I've told you kids several times over the years, don't treat things as if they're more important than people. Right? You don't treat your toys as if it's more important than your brother or sister. You don't treat a television show of it as more important than your parents or your brothers and sisters, right? We have to have things in their proper place. What does the Eighth Commandment forbid? Obviously, the opposite of, the, of the, all that. It forbids claiming for ourselves that which God has given to another. That's the essence of stealing. Claiming for yourself something God has given to another. It forbids negligence which means not paying what you owe. Trickery, which means lying and just, I mean, different ways of, of trying to take advantage of others. And exploitation in any of our dealings and transactions. Exploitation is just using others to get what we want, right? taking advantage of others. So what does you shall not steal require of us in the deeper spiritual meaning? It requires you to be kind and generous, just and fair, and faithful. What does it forbid? Well, for, we'll forbid you know, being greedy, being selfish. It, for, it forbids any form of claiming for yourself what God has given to another, what he's not given to you. It forbids negligence, going back on our word, right, with what we owe, trickery, and using others for material gain. What does the Eighth Commandment teach us about God? It teaches us that God is fair and just. And it reminds us that God owns everything, and everything we have is a gift from him and a sign of his kindness. The things that we have, the good things that we have, are gifts from God, and they're meant to remind us of his goodness, to remind us of his provision. And he made us this way. He made us creatures that need to breathe. We constantly need something that's outside of ourselves. He wants to teach us every moment of our existence that we depend on him, that we need him. He made us this way, that we need to eat. And we need to drink. 
right? So he constantly was reminded us every day, every day, that we need him to sustain our lives. So all that we have, all, all good things that we have are from God. So we should be thankful toward him, but we should be fair and just and kind and generous and not treat things as more important than God. Now, what does this mean for Christians? It means Christians should be known among men for being kind and generous, not greedy or reluctant to give. Well, that's a good prayer. That's a good burden we can have on our hearts to be known for being kind and generous, not stingy, not greedy, not reluctant to give. We should be most committed to being faithful, fair, and just in all we do. God's children should be cheerful givers. Here's two Bible passages, 2 Corinthians 9, 7 through 10. Each of us must give, this is in the context of the church, each of us must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. A cheerful giver is one who gives because the giving brings him cheer. The giving makes him happy. The giving is a source of joy. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it's written, he is distributed freely, he is given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for growing and increase the harvest of your righteousness this structure is very clear there. God's given to you. God's been generous to you. God's taken care of you. Now you do the same for others. Romans 13, 7, pay to all what is owed them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. 